stronghold and say, hey, not me. The Bible says I am blessed. The Bible says he was made poor that I may become rich. The Bible says I am not weak. The Bible says I am the head and not the tail. Go ahead and reign in life. Go ahead and move mountains. Go ahead and jump. Go ahead and win. Go and make lots of progress in life. Why? It's possible. You are listening to a podcast by Senior Pastor of Life Free Church, Prophet Gomezio Shamani. I'll start by making a few statements. And some of the things that I want to hi- highlight today is um, something that will help you in your relationship with God. Have you observed Have you observed that for every person that you can take note of that has the ability to walk will be able to tell you their secret not necessarily a secret but they will be able to tell you a formula that took place for them to walk you agree with me that as you are learning how to walk at least you had somebody somebody to train you somebody to hold your hand somebody to lift you up somebody to tell you come somebody to walk with you and when they observed that you were well able to carry out that walking they said okay good you can now walk and it's very interesting that no one just started walking like that you only did someone to in a moment lift you and observe you walk and while you are walking if they notice you are stumbling they'll hold you or some moments they will hold your hand as you take those baby steps and after that happens you are then permitted to walk so in short every person that got to walk needed assistance and this formula to walk in life or to have a success in life has never changed because every form of walking that we get to encounter will need assistance whether it's from baby stage whether it's a stage that we have reached that is right now we need to get back to the place where we understand that in our walk we need assistance now it's quite interesting that god expresses his will in micah chapter number 6 and verse 
And in Micah chapter number 6 verse 8 the Lord says something and this is what he says He says he has shown you all man says to you men or people He has shown you what is good And what does the Lord require of you but to do justly to love and to walk humbly with your God So the Bible is showing us that there is a requirement from the Lord and this requirement from the Lord for you is to do just things is to love mercy but we'll focus on the last part and the last part says and to humbly walk with god that's why we're singing kwenda na yesu now if this is a requirement for us to walk with god then we must reach to a place where we ask ourselves very important questions like am i walking with god if you were to ask your neighbor that question what would be their response or what would be your response are you walking with god It's a very challenging question. We're not talking about understanding who God is. We're not talking about knowing what he can do. We're talking about walking with him. And it's very interesting even when you study the scriptures. Not everyone that was associated with God did the Bible say such a person walked with God. But we have people like Noah. We have people like Enoch. The Bible says such men walked with God. And there was an end result. There was a priceless benefit that these guys got to experience. So really, what is to walk with God? really is to walk with God. If I were to have perhaps Christina and hope you can just come up front. I want you just to stand here and imagine you are walking together. All right? Now, I want it to be very freestyle. Imagine you're walking together and you're going to a certain place. do what you can do as you are going to that place but just take walk slowly i'm not saying be like a god but what would you be doing if you are walking together you can come back and do exactly what you would do if you are walking together okay so now i want you to notice something thank you Have you observed first of all that walking is a verb it's an action 
But not only is it a verb, not only is it an action, it's also a platform for interaction. Amen and amen. So if man wants to understand what it means to walk with God, number one, there have to be actions. But not only do there have to be actions, there has to be interaction between you and who? God. Imagine if Christina was walking right here just closely and Hope was walking far away. Indeed, yes, there would be action, but there would never be interaction. Why? Because they are not walking together. But if they get to a place where they are walking together, it's a platform for them to discuss, wow, you are so blessed. Wow. I like your voice. Wow. Did you see that guy? Wow. There is both action and interaction. Amen and amen. So the mark, really, or the distinguishing factor in determining whether you walk with God or not is how are you interacting with him. Amen and amen. Now ask your neighbor again, are you walking with God? So just like they were showing us, as they were walking, they were interacting, they were talking. If they wanted, they could have started dancing. If they wanted, they could have started singing. Because they were doing it together. If they wanted, they could have been doing many things together. If they wanted, they could have started praying. So walking with God has a priceless benefit because it allows man, it allows humanity and divinity to interact. It allows man and God to fellowship. It allows man and God to communicate. It's on that platform that you are able to meet God, that you are able to do so many things all together. And have you noticed what they were doing is that they were walking together and it was the two of them. And here is one powerful thing. If it so happens that two people are walking together, if one person decides to give out something, who is due to receive? The one who's next to them. So in walking together or in walking with God, it is either God is due for something or you are due for something. That is why sometimes when you meet him and you're walking with him, you find that worship is due to him. And you say, you are Alpha and Omega. It's due to him. It's due to the one you're walking with. And then if God thinks of blessing, he's not going to bless the angels because he's not walking with the angels. He's going to bless who? You. Because he's doing what? He's walking with you. 
So there is something that is due to you and there is something that is due to God. So everyone benefits. Amen and amen. So there is access. There is privilege of being due. I'm just giving you benefits. Apart from that, there is so much you can share with one another. And obviously there are other mysterious things that take place. (laughs) One of the things I noticed for men in the Bible that walked with God is that there are certain things they skipped. And I'll explain. The Bible tells us that Noah walked with God. And in that moment that he walked with God, the other people who did not walk with God were due for something, and that was judgment. But because Noah walked with God, Noah skipped judgment. The Bible tells us of another man by the name of Enoch. And the Bible says, and Enoch walked with God. And because he walked with God, what happened? He skipped death. God just carried him. Hi. And Enoch skipped death. <laughs> so there are certain things that will be so beneficial for you. Imagine some of the things you can skip just by virtue of you walking with God. Some of you can skip certain mistakes because you understand that by virtue of you walking with God, God tells you, "Mm -mm, that bus that you're supposed to get on, don't get on it. You end up skipping accidents, mistakes. Why? It's the blessing of getting to work with God. Hallelujah. And I'll ask again, are you walking with God? Mm. It's quite interesting also that in as much as God requires us to walk with Him, there's a portion of Scripture which tells us the just shall live by faith but also it says we walk by what faith and not by sight but I want you to see something we walk we walk by faith and not by sight and then in Hebrews the Bible says Without faith, it is impossible to do what? Without faith, it's impossible to do what? To please God. So it simply means faith is necessary for your interaction with God. So when the Bible says we walk by faith, it's unveiling a mystery. Walking by faith should be walking with God. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. So walking by faith is not just believing. No. 
walking by faith in literal sense should be walking with whom without faith it is impossible to please so when i say i walk by faith not by sight in short you are understanding that in your walk you're not walking alone you're walking with somebody when the psalmist says even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for thou art with me but what is he doing he is walking with him amen and amen he is walking with him so if he wanted the psalmist instead of saying even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death him he should have said wherever i go i will walk with you and i will never fear glory to god ask your neighbor thank you are you walking with god it's a platform of both action and interaction praise be to god now let me show you something you will observe that god has always wanted the idea of man to walk with him and it's very interesting when you study history and even when you study the nation uh, of israel god has always wanted man to have a relationship with uh, with 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 him now once israel came from the from the land of egypt from the land of slavery the bible tells us that man was following a pillar of fire and that of a cloud all right they were following god wherever god would go they would follow they would follow they would follow but have you noticed something even though they followed a pillar even though they followed a fire they were very rebellious because there's a difference between following something and walking with something when you walk with something or someone you will understand their ways you will understand how they react how they relate But then because they were just following a pillar before they were just following a cloud today they would complain tomorrow they would do this tomorrow they would say this but God was trying to show them okay fine you are following me but I want this to graduate I don't want you to just follow me I want you to walk with me so what does God do there is no longer a pillar there is no longer a fire and the bible says build a tabernacle for me and when you build that tabernacle that will be a representation of my presence so that whenever you move the priests will carry the tabernacle on their shoulders then you are not necessarily following me but i am walking with you and that's why after all that is said we see that the law comes because now that you are with him you are able to understand his demands The law never came with a pillar of cloud and fire. It came when God was among them. My goodness. 
Hallelujah. So it has always been a desire for God to walk with man. Such that God even felt that Mm-mm, in my walk with these people, I think them carrying me on their shoulders or whatsoever or putting me in a tent is too far. I want to be more closer. Allow me to set a, a home within you now. So that wherever you are moving, <laughs> you move with me constantly and continuously. I will put my law in your heart. Glory to God. Now you may wonder, ah, when did God want to start all these things of working with him? These things started from beginning. In fact, read it in Genesis Have you noticed something? Because now I want to challenge you if you are really walking with God. Have you noticed in the book of Genesis after God planted man in the garden everything was cool and wonderful in the garden, right? But in Genesis chapter number 3 after man had sinned the Bible tells us something that should be Genesis 3 verse 8 it tells us and God, this is after the fall of man it says, and God walked in the garden in the cool of the day amen and amen it says, and God walked in the garden in the cool of the day and guess what, Adam heard but what did Adam do? he hid what is the immediate action if God is to walk in the garden? The immediate action of man is for man to walk with God in the garden. So if God is walking, man should respond and walk with God. But God is walking in the garden, man does not respond, he hides. And that's why God asks, where are you? Not because I can't trace you, I know everything, but you're supposed to be walking with me. Now, do you know where the problem is? The Garden of Eden is the environment of God, is the very presence of God. The Garden of Eden is a representation of God's environment. But yet God is saying, even in my environment, I can't find you. You're not walking with me. That's dangerous. Listen. You can be in church, but not walk with God. If Adam was in the garden and did not walk with God, what is a building? And so... Whenever man is not walking with God, there is a question that always comes from the spirit or from the heart of God. And that question is, where are you? My daughter, where are you? I've come, I'm here to walk with you, to have interaction with you, to have fellowship with you. 
but where are you? Did you see what Adam did? The Bible tells us he was in the garden and he was making he was sowing leaves for himself. Was he lazing around? No. He was working. But yet hiding. In the presence of God, ensure that if you are hiding, hide in him, not from him. Because God demands your action. God demands your interaction. Yes, you are coming to church on Sundays. What happens when you go home? Do you get to speak to the Lord and interact with Him and walk with Him when you go for, for your work, when you go for your school? Are you able to interact with Him in everything that you are even able to ask, Dear Lord, what should I wear? Sweet Holy Spirit, guide me. What should I do about this situation? Now here is where it gets more dangerous. Have you noticed that God walked in the garden? Yeah? And guess what? The Bible says Adam heard. Adam was able to hear the voice of God but yet not walk with him. So it's not because you hear God that it's a sign that you're walking with him. There has to be action and interaction. He was hearing God. Okay? In, was the garden destroyed? The garden was not destroyed. The garden had abundance of minerals, abundance of water, abundance of fruits, abundance of fruit of things. Abundance also is not a sign that you are walking with God. You can have it. It's not a sign. In the midst of abundance, in the midst of hearing God, God can still ask where are you so now what more if you've reached the place where you stopped hearing God what more if you reach to a place where you don't even everything has dried what, what question should be asked honestly Maybe the, the question that they should ask for you is, do you need revival? Or do you need to come up again? This is a challenge, saints of God. Micah 6 verse 8 said, may my people humbly walk with me. It's a place where you and God need to have a one-on-one interaction with him. Yes, you can have it corporately here in the house of the Lord. That's fine. But 
needs to be sustained. Amen and amen. Because if it's sustained, we will stop encouraging certain tragedies like how come me I don't hear God how does God sound like how can I know this is God some of you if that BFF were to call you on a private number and say, hello boy. Immediately you say, ah, ah, three zakanshindiwe. Immediately, just by their, just by their greeting, or just by the tone of their voice. And imagine if we come to ask you, how can I know Teresa's voice? We will tell you, if you want to know Teresa's voice, interact with Teresa. You will know it easily. How can I know God's voice? Interact with God. And I will tell you this. It's easy, when you reach to a place where interacting with God, it's even easy to identify Him. You know, sometimes God can give you names on how He speaks to you. can give you names my son shani shani you know he can give you names you can even know ah this is the lord jesus he called him my beloved son in who i'm pleased with amen and amen jesus also used to give names if you study the book of mark who were the three people that were close to Jesus? Peter, John, and who? James. And you know what Jesus did? Peter, or rather, John and James, Jesus gave them a name. Do you know what he called them? He called them the Bonagers. Read it in, back, in the book of Mark. A name. To, the, to, to John and James. He says, you guys are, are the Boanagers. You know what Boanagers means? The sons of thunder. He gave them a name, sons of thunder. Not even this same thing for giving your same, your, yourself names, I am the last major, or shall nothing. You see why you're giving yourself, you see why people are giving themselves names? Because they interact with themselves. No interaction with God. Amen and amen. So in that moment where God is asking you, where are you? Ensure that you are walking with him, not hiding from him. But I also tell you this. Man also asks that question man also gets to ask the question where are you? Because man also wants to interact with you a certain way. And there was a time in the Gospels that the Bible tells us that 
Mary and Joseph were looking for Jesus. They initiated a Jesus, where are you? And what did Jesus say? He says, what? Why were you looking for me? Didn't you know? I had to be in the house of my father. And I am all about my father's business. So if you want to ask me, where am I? I am where I should be. If God asks you, where are you? Make sure you are with him. If man asks you, where are you? Make sure you are with God and respond to them, I am where I should be. But if man can't ask you, where are you? It might mean you are together. (laughs) It might mean you are together. chambers of the enemy. (laughs) Praise be to God. You alone are my strength, my shield. To you alone may my spirit your interaction with God. He's never against you eating any fruit that is in the garden. He's against 
against your interaction with God. He will permit you to do anything. But he wants to fight your interaction with God. Because he knows if he can fight your interaction with God, then everything else cannot be sustained. That's why notice Satan first appeared to Jesus when he was praying. Not when he was eating, but when he was praying. Why? Because in praying, Jesus was interacting with the Father. And that's one of the things you need to guard in your life. Guard your prayer life. Because that's one serious arena for you to interact with God. Guard your devotion time. But one thing I know is that in this covenant, if God asks, where are you? No wonder he's called a good shepherd. No matter how far you go, he chases after you. And if he asks, where are you? The moment you realize not only does he walk with you, the Bible says he grabs the ship and puts it on his shoulders. Shoulders signify strength. And say, now let's go back to the flock. So if you ever felt that surely God is asking, where are you in your walk with him? I want to encourage you that God is not far off. All you need to do is say, here I am, God. I want to walk with you. And give me grace by your spirit to keep walking with you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.